Good morning, everyone. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam. It is such a pleasure to be with you this morning on my first town talk on WSIC Radio from the new studios of WSIC Radio right here in my hometown of Cornelius, North Carolina. Welcome, folks. We're glad to have you uh, today. And uh, this will be a weekly show that I will be providing for all the citizens of the area. Uh, it's a pleasure to do that. I love communicating with our citizens and communicating with our folks. I will welcome your questions, and you can dial me up at uh, area 844-STUDIO, S-T-U-D-I-O, dash four. So that, again, is 844 studio dash four. Welcome your phone calls today. But let me tell you a little bit about myself since this is my first show, hopefully the first show of many, if these guys will keep me around for a while. But I'm a native of Cornelius, and I like to call myself a rare native because there's not many of us left, as you could imagine. We've got a lot of new citizens here in Cornelius that uh, I have totally enjoyed getting, getting to know. They're fresh ideas, their, their fresh involvement in our town. It's been a great pleasure, and that's one of the best parts of my job, getting to know these great people. But I am a native, and I've lived here all my life. I uh, was born and, and raised uh, back in the 50s, if you will, went to Cornelius Elementary School and later on to Alexander Junior High School and graduated from North Mecklenburg High School prior to going on to Catawba College up in Salisbury. So I'm as, I'm as about as local as you can get. I do have uh, my family name on a couple streets around. If some of you have, go out, get out in our town and ride around and look at the scenery, uh, hopefully you'll see that. And uh, if you go back far enough, I'm related to all of them. That's, that's for sure. But on a personal note, uh, I've, I've lived on both sides of the interstate, if you will. I've lived on the east side, the famous east side, it's growing like a weed now and developing wonderfully over there, which has been uh, infused, if you will, by the Kane Center for the Arts, one of my favorite projects that I've worked very hard on to make happen here in our beautiful town. And I currently uh, live on the west side on Lake Norman, on beautiful Lake Norman, which is one of our greatest amenities here in our town. Actually, I'm one of those that... Uh, remembers when Lake Norman wasn't even here, and I watched it fill up when I was a very, very small guy, little guy, and uh, my dad was very interested in it because he helped buy up the property that is now the beautiful Lake Norman. So give him a lot of credit, and you could not get him lost on that lake, that's for sure. So I miss his, uh, miss his expertise and his guidance as it relates to driving on the lake. Uh, but anyway, uh, this town was a small little country town of about 1,500 people or less when I was growing up, and it's now grown into a town of in and around 33,000 and uh, still growing a, a some, not at the pace that we once did, but it's still growing some. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about growth in our town, and we'll be doing a lot of that uh, conversation right here on this show. So I look forward to doing that and answering your questions and certainly, you know, presenting some facts as it relates to uh, the growth factors here in our community. So that's kind of where I come from uh, as far as is how uh, 
what I do as a profession. I'm a banker. I've been a banker uh, in this community for over 50 years now. I'm currently with United Bank up in Mooresville, but we serve the entire Lake Norman community. Uh, in addition to that, I just happen to be a musician, and I've been as I've served as organist over at Mount Zion United Methodist Church for over 50 years as well. So I've been doing what I do quite a while. I have uh, served this community as an elected official for many years now. I'm, I'm hitting my 10-year mark. I started out as a commissioner. I became mayor pro tem my first two terms in office. And then after two terms in office, I decided I would run for mayor. So I've run for mayor three times um, and was elected. And uh, uh, it, was, it was a pleasure to serve this community for sure. I am running again uh, in the fall. So uh, uh, I just want everybody to know that and uh, uh, certainly have enjoyed my job and, and really, really love what I do for my hometown. That truly makes a difference to me. More th great things coming in our town, which I'm very excited about. Uh, first and top of my list is, is our transportation projects. And I'm not going to get into the weeds of those because I think that we can get some of the experts in the room here with our town staff to make you aware of what's coming your way. But the things that are approved and funded will absolutely transform this town as it relates to transportation. I'll give you one really, really cool example, I think, and that's West Catawba Avenue. Once we get into the widening and the construction of that, you will be amazed at how uh, the impact of that will make a difference in your day-to-day -day activities. It will take the um, levels of um, uh, the, the levels that we can carry and handle on West Catawba Avenue from the current 20,000 cars a day up to almost 50,000 cars a day. So we more than double the capacity of West Catawba. That's just one example. But there are examples after example of these 13 projects that I've worked very, very hard to get approved. Uh, seven of them are funding. They're beginning West Catawba. The, the right-of-way is almost finished being perfect. Uh, purchased, and after that, we will go into the uh, uh, utility movement because you got to do something with those utilities. Nobody wants to be without power or cable, do they? So we will not uh, we will not let that happen. But that has to move through the process, and we're sort of the mercy of the utilities. But my hope is we could begin this begin this journey for widening West Catawba next year. Hopefully late in the year, maybe as late as early 25, but it's underway and uh, it's moving forward. And that's wonderful news. But so are other projects. There are a couple other projects that will beat West Catawba, including the Torrance Chapel intersection, the Highway 21 and Catawba Avenue intersection, the Pot Street Roundabout, which is coming out at the YMCA, uh, and several more that will be underway. North Cross Extension is another good one that will begin in 24, which will connect West Milan Road. And yes, I said West Milan Road. That's the way the West Milans pronounce their, their name. So it is not Westmoreland. It is West Milan. I have to correct a lot of folks at Town Hall on that one, but it comes from my native status here in the town of Cornelius. So with that, we're excited about our future. We 
want to have great development in our in our town. We want to have quality development in our town. We want to bring jobs in our into our town so people can work here where they live. You know, right now we have an alarming statistic as far as I'm concerned, and that is 85, 85% of the people that live here don't work here. In other words, only 15% of the people that that live in this town are able to work here, and mostly that's because they can't afford it. So we've got some challenges. We've got some things we'll work on, and you'll be hearing some, some of our endeavors to get that done. So I'm excited. More to come. Town Talk, coming at you from the Cornelius studio of WSIC Radio. I'm Mayor Woody Washam, and it's such a pleasure to be here with you talking about all going on in my town, Cornelius, North Carolina. It's an exciting place to be these days. So we've talked about uh, quite a few already in the show, and again, this show will occur with me every Thursday at 11 a.m., so top of the morning to everyone. I want to talk a little bit about some of the goings-on at our in our town and some of the, the wonderful departments and staff that we have at the town of Cornelius. I'm so proud of this staff. It really doesn't get any better than our town of Cornelius staff, which is headed up by our wonderful town manager, Andrew Grant. Andrew's a great guy. He's one of the brightest people I know. Uh, he has his thumb on the pulse of what's going on in this town. And also, uh, he has uh, he's, he's one of these guys that's so conservative, he spends your tax money just like it's his own. So he's, he's, he's very conservative about, uh, about our spending and makes our budget work out. We've got a, around a $31 million budget here in the town of Cornelius. It was a difficult task, as we have just approved our budget, to get that in place and get moving forward for the uh, year ahead. We go through this budget exercise, which the town manager actually heads up once a year. It actually starts in December, if not sooner, to plan for the following year. So we're doing budget stuff at least six or seven months out of the 12 months of, of every year. It starts early. Our budgets have to be approved based on state statute by the 30th of June. So we have to have that budget in place as we get into July 1st. That is state statute, and it is required. So we have to do whatever is necessary to get that in place. In addition to that, uh, Andrew Grant manages and is responsible for all of the employees that work for the town of Cornelius. And we've got in and around about 150 employees, which includes our public service employees. It includes uh, uh, folks that are part-time. We've got around that many uh, FTEs working for the town of Cornelius, maybe a little bit less, but in and around that. So very, very proud of the job Andrew does in, in um, holding that all together managing all those employees. And to do that, he's got the help of several department heads, which heads up our very important departments in different categories in our town. 
And I'll start with our planning department first. Our planning department is uh, has a new head. We have a new planning director in Cornelius, um, an individual by the name of Rox Burrams. Uh, Rox is a great guy. He's got lots on his resume, has wonderful experience, and he's fitting in nicely to the town of Cornelius. So if you have planning department needs, Rox is your guy, R-O-X. Uh, just call over there and ask for Rox Burrams, and he can answer your questions. And if not him, one of our very capable staff members that's on the planning staff will, will certainly help you. We've got probably six or seven folks on that staff. Now, the next one that uh, certainly is very important to most citizens is Cornelius, the Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, we just changed the name of Parks and Rec a few months ago, probably uh, uh, seven or eight months ago, because the Kane Center for the Arts came to be, and we moved all of our cultural programs over to Kane Center for the Arts. So it used to be a park, P-A-R-C, to include culture, but that is now separate with the Kane Center for the Arts which was incubated by the town of Cornelius and actually put in place after a major, major fundraising drive, which I was, was very fortunate to be given the opportunity to head up, and we pulled it off. This past January, Kane Center for the Arts opened with that $25 million raise in place and debt-free. I think that's very important. So this beautiful theater in our downtown center, if you haven't seen that, that theater or participated in any of the Kane Center programming, you really need to do that because it is it will knock your socks off for sure. It's a beautiful facility that is making a difference. And the reason that the town is behind it because it's become an economic development. Uh, it has spurred economic development in our downtown uh, district, which truly, if you've ridden through there, needed some love. Uh, we've got buildings. We've had some buildings fall down, actually. So we're in the process of uh, redefining our downtown. We'll be doing a new downtown study very soon. So more to come on that, but I'm very proud of Kane Center for the Arts. But that's back to Park and Rec. Park actually manages the many parks that are owned by the town of Cornelius in our in our town, our beautiful town. Uh, yes, sir. I'm I'm up for calls. Bring it on. Got a call coming in, folks. Feel free to call with questions. Yes, sir. This is Mayor Washam. What is your what is your question? Hey, Mayor Washam. Uh, my name is Mitchell Whitley. I'm from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, and my dad and I, we've been traveling the state to meet and interview every single mayor in North Carolina doing a project called Mitchell's Mayors that we started a few years ago. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, and so I'm excited to schedule at some point to get to come meet you in your town to hear your story, but I heard you were on the radio today. Just wanted to call and ask a quick question for you was to learn, you know, being a leader, it's really easy to let others take that reign. You know, it's, it's a lot easier to let others take those big roles. So I'm curious in your lifetime, who was your biggest hero or inspiration to be a leader for positive change for those around you? Well, that's an interesting uh, question. And I do have an answer for you on that one. Uh, it goes back quite a few years. Uh, I'm a banker, as I noted earlier, and um, much of my banking career was in Iredale County, which is just to the north of us in Cornelius. 
and in the town of Mooresville, which is one of the fastest growing towns probably in the state of North Carolina. And uh, the mayor that uh, I worked with in doing a lot of the economic development in Mooresville was Mayor Joe Knox. Joe, in my opinion, always got it right. Uh, he had the relationships that made a difference to that community. And, and I've been asked many times, who would you like to emulate? And it's an easy answer to me. It would be Mayor Joe Knox. Um, he's been gone a few years, uh, but he served that town as mayor for 33 years. And you talk about making a difference. I don't plan to be here 33 years in Cornelius because I'm too old to serve that long. <laughs> but anyway, I saw Joe bring so many wonderful things to that community uh, you know, if, if, uh, I could have the kind of relationships he had with his citizens and his staff, I work hard at that, but I've got a good example to follow with Joe Knox. I hope that answered your question, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It does. Thank you very much. All for right. That. And like I said, I look forward to coming to meet you at some point soon in your town. I look forward to meeting you. Just, uh, get on my schedule and we will make it happen very soon. Thanks for calling today. Yes, sir. All right. Moving along with our, our parks and rec description, we were talking about all the wonderful things going on in our park and rec department. We were talking about our beautiful parks that are throughout our town. The biggest parks being Bailey Road Park. Uh, we just finished a beautiful concert by the Charlotte Symphony and Fireworks back in late June, which was the official Ju July 4th celebration for the town of Cornelius, and we had right at 10,000 people to turn out for that great celebration. And the fireworks were awesome. The symphony was awesome. I was so very happy to be a part of that. It was so impressive and got so much great feedback from so many citizens about that event. And it'll happen again next year. It's in the process of being scheduled, and I'll certainly let you know the date of that. But in addition to that, there's so much that goes on in our park. Uh, out at Bailey Road. Uh, we have turf soccer fields, which are, b are very nice. We have this band shell that I was noting a minute ago, which is where our Charlotte Symphony Orchestra performs. We have our Oktoberfest, uh, actually we call it Lake Fest Festival out there, which will occur in October. And uh, just so many wonderful things go, uh, go on at Bailey Road Park. We see a lot of pickleball happening. We see a lot of tennis happening. We see a lot of uh, ball games happening with, with our kids. And um, it's, it's a wonderful place to be. It's, it's a, one of our largest parks, and uh, we're very proud of that. We hope, to, we hope to approve a new Bailey Road Park plan. We do have a new, new plan moving through the process, and we're trying to figure out now how to put that in place sooner than later. Uh, main reason is being driven by pickleball and the popularity of pickleball. I've been talking to some of the leaders about pickleball for years and years, and it is now past time to do something. Working very closely with the Lake Norman Pickleball Association and the Lake Norman uh, Tennis Association as well. So those conversations are going well, and we're going to put together a fantastic, wonderful plan to bring on more pickleball. We also have Torrance Chapel Park with many pickleball uh, amenities going on out there. We've tried to beef that up there and, 
And then there's Robbins Park, and I'm just hitting the highlights of our bigger parks. A great Robbins Park plan is coming about and will be in place, and I really, really look forward to uh, telling our citizens more about that wonderful Robbins Park plan. Wonderful park and rec amenities, and I could talk about our parks and rec all day long. So proud of them. Back with you, this is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam from the beautiful new studios of WSIC Radio in my hometown, Cornelius, North Carolina. It's such a pleasure to be here. Feel free to call and ask questions if you have anything for the mayor. Happy to do my best to answer, and if I don't have the answer, I will get you an answer for sure. The number to call is 844 844- S-T-U-D-I-O-4, 844-STUDIO-4. Call with those questions. I would love to, love to speak with you. Now, let me finish up on our park and rec department. We're, we're sort of traveling through our town staff and all the great things that go on with this great group of folks that really run our town on a day-to-day basis. I've got to tell you that we have the best park director, park and rec director, probably in the country, and his name is Troy Fitzsimmons. I hope uh, none of our adjoining towns hear that because we love Troy, and he does such a good job and is really taking our park department to the next level. I'm so proud of what they're doing. They're thinking out of the box and doing wonderful, wonderful new programming for parks and rec uh, such things as uh, camping out. Uh, you know, I'm not sure I'd be brave enough to jump in the middle of that, but they're doing that. Also, the Parks and Rec is helping sponsor some of our wonderful downtown events that, uh, that have happened. We just had a wonderful Taba Walk this past weekend, this past Saturday, with several thousand people in attendance there. Quite a crowd. It was so hot out there. But it was quite a crowd, but we did avoid the rain. And um, it was a wonderful event with great bands and uh, great amenities, uh, great merchants selling their goods. Uh, you know, Cornelius has established a social district downtown, which basically means you can walk safely up and down the streets and, and carry your, your libations. And uh, we do it safely, and we actually uh, have that pretty well under control, and it's working great. We so far, over the past months that we've been doing this, we haven't had any any um, infractions of what goes on out there with the social district. So it wraps from the Thigs Bar all the way down past Kane Center, all the way down to Kane Park, which is just, I, I guess that would be south of the Kane Center, on the other side of the Kane Center toward the mill. So... Uh, one event I, I do want to point out to you as far as our downtown of, events are concerned, and again, the town is a sponsor of this one as well, is a wonderful Second Friday events. This will be, in effect, a later July 4th celebration. It happens on July the 14th. I'll be out and about. I look forward to it. And uh, look, I meet so many people there, and it's good, I think, for folks to see their mayor in person and uh, uh, see 
uh, me and and your first lady Sharon out in the uh, uh, in the throngs of these great crowds that uh, turn up in our downtown area. So Sharon and I are looking very much forward to that and uh, and really hope to to be a part of that. Pray for good weather. We're looking looking forward to that. So that's one of the sponsorships that our park and rec takes on, and uh, and that's a that's a really really good thing. Also, I want to talk about our our public safety areas, and there's two of those actually. I'll talk about our police department first. It's led by Chief David Balkum and Major Tony Sharp. They are fantastic leaders in our in our police area. Uh, Chief Balkum just took over that position in January uh, after a longtime chief that has spent 30 years in our police department retired, Chief Kevin Black. We miss Kevin, but we love David too, so he's doing a fantastic job for us and had been the number two guy in our police department for many years as well, so he knows what he's doing for sure. So proud of what they do. There's nothing more important to our town than public safety. We throw a lot of money at it. It takes a lot of money. Our town must, must be safe. We have challenges that go on like opioids and other things in many communities around the state. We aren't immune to that, unfortunately. Uh, one, of the, one of the wonderful parts of our police department is Lake Patrol. And I promise you I'll have our Lake Patrol folks here because we're trying to emphasize lake safety. We are a lake town of about, uh, I would say, uh, probably a lake town of around uh, 74 miles of shoreline. So we've got to do the right thing as it relates to our lake and patrolling that and keeping it safe. I see there's another caller out there, so put him on. Yes, sir, or ma'am. Uh, what would be your question? Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Um, this is William. I just was curious on a few years ago when they put the I-77 toll road project, and I don't know if my information is correct or not, but I think it was farmed out to a foreign company that actually did the construction work. Yes. And I was just wondering how much of that revenue that's collected fees um, goes to your city in the local area, or if any at all? Uh, that, is, that is a great question, and the answer is zero. Uh, unfortunately, it's one of my huge problems with the toll roads as they exist right now. They were built by a Spanish company called Centra, uh, and, you know, there's, it's a private company. It's, again, out of Spain. That's, that's the... the uh, um, that's where the company originated. They have a local North American operation as well. But uh, unfortunately, none of that goes to the town of Cornelius or really the state of North Carolina. Center is responsible for the upkeep. Uh, the, the DOT doesn't have any expense as it relates to uh, road upkeep or anything like that. But at the same time, uh, you know, I think we could have uh, arranged that a lot better. I was opposed to the toll roads when they happened. I continue to be opposed to them. I wish they were they were not tolled. Uh, we we should have had that uh, widening of I-77 years ago, absolutely years ago, 
but for whatever reasons, money or, or otherwise, we didn't get it here in North Mecklenburg in South Iredale. So, so anyway, to answer your question, it is zero coming to the town of Cornelius, unfortunately. Yeah, that is very unfortunate, Mayor, because it w- I would see where that might help with the uh, upcoming projects for Highway 150 and the Cornelius exit. It's going to have to happen before the 150 and widen project. You have to have a way out, another way, another option. It's kind of like when they build a bridge, they put a temporary bridge beside the new bridge that they're building. And, you know, if you get that revenue coming in that we pay as taxpayers um, in the toll roads, it would help to keep it local. But uh, given the fact that it was formed out, um, that money is going to them only and that's just unfortunate it, it really is it was a bad arrangement it's a bad contract in any way you look at it uh so i i, I can't uh do anything but agree with you on on all that we've got so many projects that need to come to these this particular region there's a, there's many in cornelius but you mentioned a couple up in uh, south iredale that's critical uh, you know, it's it's hurting them economically. It's hurting us economically here with our uh, economic development. We can't bring jobs here when we're in gridlock. And and you guys in Mooresville with uh, certainly Highway 150 and, and so forth are certainly in gridlock as we are in, on many of our streets and, and roads right here in, in our town and, and, and as is Huntersville as well. So to- totally uh, agree with your thoughts. And uh, I'm working to make it better. We got to get these projects happening sooner than later, and uh, uh, I'm going to be making some announcements here soon of some ways that I think we can we can hope to to do that. I think that is going to be critical, and uh, you know we can't just sit around well, any longer. You're working with some good people, I know, Mayor. You're working with some good people. I'll mention a couple names: Jeff McNeely, yes, um, and Vic Sawyer, yes. Um, I think those those two people are kind of uh, overseeing that a little bit and and um you know that's my whole thing as as a truck driver i navigate those areas quite a bit so the gridlock is a problem and has been for a lot of years because of the growth totally agree with you vicky Um, Vicky sawyer is my senator down here in cornelius too so we love her absolutely all right thank you we're going to go on a quick quick break coming up take care thanks Good morning, everybody. Once more, top of the morning to you. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam coming to you from the WSIC Radio, brand new Cornelius Studios. Very proud to be here in this beautiful facility from my hometown. It's absolutely wonderful. Again, if you have questions, I'd be happy to take your questions and give you the best answer I got or go find it for you and get back to you. That number to dial is 844-STUDIO, S-T-U-D-I-O-4, 844-STUDIO-4. Please dial me up and and ask me a question, and we will do the best to address your, your question and get you an answer. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. I'm talking about some of our town departments, and I was just on our fantastic police department certified in every way you can be certified here in Cornelius. 
But let me switch to the other component of our public safety area, which is the Cornelius Limley Fire and Rescue. We're in a transition with town government right now. We're on the way to pulling the Cornelius Fire Department in as a full-fledged department of the town of Cornelius. Long, long past due. We can't get that done fast enough. The old model used to run the volunteer fire department, if you will, just doesn't work anymore. We've got a very effective fire department, and we're going through a transition to bring them under our town government. And the fire chief will report to our town manager. Again, just like our chief of uh, police reports to the town manager. One interesting component of our town government, which I don't want to fail to say, is that uh, the only employee that the town board and the mayor have working for us is the town manager. Everybody else reports up to the town manager. He reports to us. So if we don't like something going on or need to have a conversation about that, we've got one person to turn to, and that's the town manager, and he's accountable for the operations in the entirety of our town government on a day-to-day basis. Many of us, such as the mayor and uh, our uh, town board, are involved in some ways, but uh, generally the town manager is our only employee, and that's a good way to do it because he's very qualified very capable, very trained, and got the degrees to back it up, as most of us do not. So we, we learn uh, through the school of hard knocks, if you will, and he teaches us a lot along the way for sure. So uh, again, the, the fire department is transitioning in as a town department. We're looking forward to that. This is, we've got about 12 firefighters that are town employees now, and we will transition the rest of the program in over the next few years. The next major thing that will happen is that we will hire a chief during this actual fiscal year we're in right now as of July 1st. So you'll have a new fire chief that will report to the town of Cornelius. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It is, it is long overdue, and, um, and that's, that's kind of where we will head with that. So... With that, that uh, pretty much covers it. I want to definitely talk about some of our administrative help that we have that uh, keep me straight. And we do have two uh, assistant town managers. I'm going to talk about uh, assistant manager Tyler Beardsley, first of all, because he is over our very, very important public works department. Uh, that is a crucial uh, entity that's part of our town government that looks after our streets and our sidewalks and builds projects and uh, uh, manages projects, uh, paves town streets, uh, as again, and again I said, uh, uh, puts in sidewalks and the, the, all the important things related to public works. Uh, you know, one of the other things that I, that's, that's pretty unique about our, our town is that we have, we own an electric company. It's run by Electricities, but we have an electric company. Actually, there are three electric company uh, providers that are active in the town of Cornelius. Electricities is one of them, and it's primarily east of the interstate toward Old Town. It was the original electric company that the town of Cornelius owned that is now run by Electricities. 
Uh, we have Duke Energy that runs a component of our town, and Energy United uh, uh, provides electricity to a component of our town as well. So that makes us pretty unique that we've got three electric uh, uh, services providers to the town of Cornelius. But Tyler oversees all of that and uh, makes sure that uh, folks are cared for in the public works arena. There's a lot going on in his area because we're putting in a lot of streets, uh, a lot of local streets. Um, we just opened the, the wonderful Jim Street connector, which runs from Highway 115 there near Mama's Pizza all the way over to Highway 21 through Nanny Potts Lane. So you can get on, you can get on this connector, run behind Oak Street Mill, um, around Smith Circle to Nanny Potts Lane and get all the way from Highway 115 to Highway 21, which will help you avoid the often uh, high traffic Catawba Avenue, the, the two-lane Catawba Avenue, which presents us some challenges from time to time, particularly when there's a wreck on the interstate and folks just pile off the interstate and try to get around all that. Uh, but, uh, you know, that... Uh, I, I want you to try it. Just go down and turn left and follow it, follow it on around. And if you do that, you'll have to make a couple of turns. You will end up on Highway 115 and can go right straight into Antiquity across Hickory Street there. And uh, it will be a nice connection for you. It's going to be even better. One of our transportation projects is putting in a stoplight at the Hickory Street interchange with Highway 115. It's badly, badly needed. That's an unsafe intersection that feeds into Mount Zion Church, uh, Autumn Care, and also the entirety of Antiquity. We need that stoplight there to give folks an alternative to get in and out of uh, that particular area on Zion Street. One of the exciting uh, road, local road projects that I'm certainly promoting right now is the Zion Street connector as well. Zion Street can be extended, we think, all the way down to Bailey Road, which will give the, the wonderful folks that live out in Bailey's Glen off of Bailey Road with some of the housing development that's occurred there another parallel way to get into downtown uh, and not have to get on Highway 115. So those kind of connections will be ideal, I think, for our community, and I think they'll, they'll continue to make a difference. But as you know, I say this about every week or every other week to our town board, this stuff isn't free, so we got to figure out a way to pay for it, and um, we'll be studying that here in the weeks ahead, and I think we'll come up with some answers to make this, this stuff happen sooner than later. It's got to happen sooner than later. We can't wait around to solve our transportation projects any longer, so I'm excited about that, so stand, stand by. You'll be hearing more about that in the next couple of weeks, so... Very, very happy for that and look forward to a great, great uh, setting in Cornelius as it relates to, to transportation, certainly. So I do want to talk about our, our deputy town manager, which is one of our uh, uh, wonderful employees. Uh, I, I, I just mentioned one assistant manager who's Tyler Beardsley over Public Works, and I do want to tell you about Wayne Heron who is our deputy town manager and reports to the town manager. He has a fabulous, fabulous background and great relationships with the transportation uh, department and NCDOT and has done wonders 
for our town in moving our transportation projects forward. We, we do have a lot of work to do uh, in transportation, and we got the right guy in the right place to help us through that with Wayne Heron. So I've learned so much from him, and I'm so excited of, uh, of what we can, uh, can pull off in the future as it relates to his uh, contribution to particularly the transportation piece of it, but also some of the other wonderful things going on in our town, such as affordable housing, uh, the Smithfield, the relationship with the Smithfield Community Coalition. We'll have them on very soon talking about the great things that are going on to redefine and redevelop, uh, to redevelop the Smithfield community. It's a wonderful, historic African-American community in our town, and the, the result of a lot of hard work by so many people is going to impress you once we get through this. It's a tough project, uh, but it is making project up up. It is making it is moving forward, as is our affordable housing efforts beyond Smithville and throughout the town of Cornelius. It's so critical that we understand that people that work here need to be able to live here, and they simply can't afford it right now, and that that is bothersome. Uh, to our town. It hurts our economy, and we need to provide them the opportunity to live in the town that they want to work in. So more to come as we talk about the newly established affordable housing uh, uh, programs and also our Community Development Corporation and their wonderful executive director, Michelle Hoferson, which is doing great things for affordable housing, workforce housing you know, in our community. We want our Policemen, our firemen, our town employees, our retail workers, those that currently can't all afford to live here to be able to live here. So that work is ongoing. I'm committed to it. And hopefully in my next term, we'll see a lot of that coming to pass. So very excited. It's been a great day uh, here in the town of Cornelius. I'm delighted to be your mayor. Again, Mayor Woody Washam, Mayor of Cornelius, with you from WSIC Radio, Cornelius New Studios here. So congratulations, guys. Look forward to more.